Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. Welcome to the Spent the Rent Podcast. I am your host, Patty Rose. My guest today is poet and filmmaker, James Otter. James, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, this Thanks is, for having me. This is really cool. It's been a busy few weeks for you. This is our Halloween special. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We got something exciting to talk about. Uh, you are releasing your first ever feature length film. So this is super exciting. Uh, yeah, these last few weeks have been extremely busy for you hosting poetry events, doing podcast interviews. And like I said, wrapping up the project, the largest undertaking probably of your life creatively. Tell me what this last past week has been like. It has been, it's been really intense, but it's been really satisfying. The first part of the week was probably the worst part of the week. It was like, okay, I got to scramble around and get as much done as I can. I have one day left to finish everything that I haven't finished. I finished the movie officially in my own heart on Sunday. Like I finished the edit, got everything done, every last bit. And then on Monday, it's like I had to paint. I had to decide which things I could do. Tuesday, I, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, Monday, Monday, Monday. I got a great story for Monday, too. You know, I went to my friend's house to try and, like, relax a bit. And then on the way back, the driver, we see a mannequin torso on the side of the road. So I made him stop. I was like, we got to stop the cab. I want that. I'm taking it. And so I stopped the cab. I ran down the street, got the mannequin torso. There's a weird poem attached to it. Lo and behold, on Wednesday, my friend who I had playing music, like one of them, Tory Coachworth, Turns out they're the one that put it there. Oh my gosh. And I was like, it's meant to be. Right? It was insane. So you also, and, go ahead. And then I just spent the rent on Tuesday and I was completely underslept. Right. And it's real obvious. <laughs> and it's real obvious. And yeah, so this is yeah, Halloween week. I'm, and so you have a release coming out, a feature length film. The, the It's going to drop on Halloween. It's going to be on YouTube, which is awesome so that it'll be accessible for people for free. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. The movie Valley of Sickness of Death is a social commentary about the Eugene area. It's a monster showed nightmare, but the true horror comes from the locations that you film in. The movie shown shines light on the darker side of the Eugene area. Can you elaborate more on, on what that exactly means? It means we film the filth. We right? film the abandoned buildings. We film what people don't see that's right there you know we we show that you know these things are right in front of us 
and they're frightening and they're ugly. I, I mean, there was a whole thing I had throughout this shoot, which was anytime we see a needle, anytime we see a dead animal, anytime we see anything like that, we film it. You know, I wanted to show that side of things. Wow. And we had no budget. So it's like real horror. Yeah. And this has been the last <laughs> eight months or so of production. Uh, I've watched a few interviews that you've done for leading up to this. You were on a local show called Garage Talk. Shout out to David from Garage Talk. That that is uh, that was an awesome interview, and you guys really got into the filmmaking part of it. And you can find that on YouTube. Anybody listening or watching this, but like you had said, it shows kind of the darker side of Eugene. Uh, and this movie takes a much different approach in addressing the homeless epidemic in our area. Can you speak on that and how that kind of played a role in the film? The homeless epidemic? Yeah. Um. Well, it it's an it's, it's right in front of us. They say write about what you know. You know, I grew up around a lot of homeless people. I grew up hanging out with them, drinking with them, and I saw their humanity. And I've also I'm a really big fan of like the Silent Hill games and things like that. And I think like homelessness, you're surround. It's not claustrophobia; it's agoraphobia. You know, you don't have a safe place. I mean, there's a lot to this. And like I said earlier, I'm like really hungry. So let me see what I can think of with this. But it has to do, th these people live a really, really hard life. And it's right in front of us. And, you know, originally, I really did want to just cover how disingenuous people can be right. when they like talk about it. Like they, we don't really show the experience. Like there are first person shots throughout this of like digging through the trash and stuff like that. And it's like meant to emulate that kind of feel like being in the rain, looking at a bed, trying to decide, you know, am I going to sleep there or not? I don't say it like that, but it's there. Right. Thanks Thomas. Yeah. Thomas <laughs> uh, for the audio listeners left a comment. Thomas, you had a, don't worry. I'm hungry too. That makes three of us, Thomas. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah, so the movie starts out, and and we're not going to give too many spoilers, but early on, I haven't seen it yet. I do know there was a one showing so far, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But the movie starts out, like you had said, some disingenuous treatment to of the homeless population. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Kind of kind of paint the picture of where where this thing starts. Oh man, this thing starts with someone narrating about it starts by like uh toilets actually like uh porta potties near odson stadium and talking about how they're locked you know they're locked to the public and how there aren't any bathrooms and this person's looking for someone to talk to and they see this homeless woman and start kind of following her around and going hey Hey, you, I got money. I got money. And this guy, you'd think at the beginning, oh, this is a good guy. He's talking about real shit, and the shit is real. But really, this is meant to show the danger of being in, having to sleep in such an isolated area, especially when you're like a woman. Yeah, you for know? sure. Absolutely. Uh, so now this, you had mentioned before, this is an entirely independent film with zero budget. Or, you know, you said you had spent two hundred dollars on this on this film, uh, shot entirely. This is part that I think is incredible. Shot entirely on two mobile phones. What is it that made you think that this was something that was a good idea? 
<laughs> like where you know what is the motive what motivated you to create a project like this and it's a huge undertaking a feature-length film takes a lot of preparation writing all that kind of stuff so what was it that motivated you to actually just go for it to do this heartbreak heartbreak wow i i had i was married and it failed my whole family all of this stuff failed and so i went back into my art and that dollhouse in the corner, I the perception, but no, yeah, you, you know, can see it's it. this one right in the corner. That's called the Broken Family, and that was my stepdaughter's. And I originally got it to make these little haunted houses, but when that failed, the marriage and everything failed. I got back into art, and I just decided, you know, I'd screw it. I'm going to pursue this movie. This idea came to me a long time ago. There is another weird trailer for this thing called desperation valley think of that as like prototype and i've just had this idea of homeless horror for a while and i just said screw it i'm gonna do this yeah i'm just gonna do it yeah it's I, rad it's rad it's something to be proud yeah. of i mean like i said i haven't seen it but i have we're gonna show a clip in a little bit and uh, you know it's got your poetry which is perfect i know that was it last night or the night before that you hosted an event at alluvium let's talk about that briefly. oh uh, what what is it called? It's the Masquerade. Yeah, Masquerade of the Macabre. It was a all horror poetry show, and then tomorrow I am doing my art show. And after the art show is done at nine p.m., you know the address is eight ten West Third Alluvium at nine p.m. Valley of Sickness and Death is doing a one time screening, and if it goes really well, who knows. Right. You know, it might screen other places. So you already had one showing, is that correct, on the 28th? Or wait, that's tomorrow. No, the showing's tomorrow. That's the 28th. Yeah, the showing's tomorrow. The only other people besides cast members who've seen the movie are the Garage Talk people. And they wanted to see it so bad, they I just sent them the second draft and they loved it. Awesome. So they haven't even seen the finished product. It's funny. I did not realize that. So that's a huge deal. We'll make sure to remind people that that's tomorrow, Friday night. At what time? At Alluvium? movie starts at nine okay perfect so that that is an opportunity (laughs) alluvium is incredible i i was part of an event a couple weeks ago uh we were doing a forum for the candidates for potential candidates for uh the new city council seat or the vacant city council seat and that was my first time going there and that is an incredible uh, you know building an asset for the community uh yeah so anybody that hasn't been there should check it out it's a spiritual center and it's open to anybody with of all beliefs uh, as long as you come with a positive attitude, you know, and, and so that's really cool. And and I'm I look forward to seeing more events there. There was a pretty decent turnaround turnout, too. So that's really exciting. Uh, and this is great because this is Halloween, you know, the weekend, Halloween weekend. There's going to be so many things happening. Uh, and that's why I wanted to kind of kick it off a little early for the Thursday night. So let's talk more about the film. Uh, there's a lot of symbolism in the project and you've kind of been talking about it a little bit about, you know, the pain of homelessness. Are there actors that are homeless that, that appeared in it, or is it more of just, you had your staff, your crew, and then there's kind of more themes. I think just about all of us, just about all of us have been on the brink of it. Sure. You know, Josh, who did a lot of the film stuff was homeless for a little bit, you know, couch surfing. My friend, Krista, who... I interviewed her. She was going to play a larger role in the part, but she's got other things going on that I'd rather not get too into just to for privacy. Sure. 
And it's like she's she's homeless. Yeah. Something I fantasized about was finding homeless people and giving them a role in a movie, going, you know what? Life sucks, but guess what? You're in a fucking movie now. Right. How does that feel? Right. You know? Well, maybe you'll have your chance. Something good to you. As far as some of the actors, uh, tell me about some of the featured actors that are in the project. Okay. So Seth Lovell, who you met earlier, is the star of the movie, who plays Seth Sepulcher. Dakota, who is also at the interview, he plays Danny, who kind of – he shows up later in the film after things get really – happy and they have a picnic and stuff you know it's a good movie it's happy you know they drink tea <laughs> nothing bad happens at all title is a total misnomer let's right. just be honest here right. but you know this is but anyone that knows me that watches this or will see this will know that is a fucking lie yeah. no, <laughs> danny shows up he's he's a friend my character is kind of a more ambiguous stalker you can see me in the background in a lot of shots and it's really, really creepy. It's like blink and you'll miss it. There is stuff. Right. Stalking and voyeurism is a big theme. Right. Um, Andrew plays uh, – my friend Andrew Rothman plays the Cemetery Billy, who is like Slender Billy, as we nicknamed him. And my friend Sebastian plays one of the main Billies as well. That's Let me, let me reiterate. Billies are what we call the masked people, like Billy Goats Glove. I have a speech problem. Sorry. You're good. Billy Goats Gruff. You know, because there are people you see under the bridge and people live under bridges. First one, you know. And Blood Lickin' Billy is. For those of you who will see the movie, you'll know him. He's frightening. Wow. But yeah, those are my actors. They're good friends of mine. You know, yeah. So, hey, let's play a clip and then we can come back on the other end and talk a little bit more about it. So uh, let's lead into this. I'm going to have you tell me what this is all about. So this is actually cool because this showcases both a part of the film and also the work that you do as a poet. And as as it says on the bottom, your poetry real quick, you go by the poet overlord, which is also the name Mm -hmm. of your YouTube channel and where people are going to find this. When this goes live, you can go and search for poet overlord on YouTube and, and you'll find out more. So this is a great example of your poetry. Uh, tell me what this clip is that we're going to be watching. Okay. I'm going to grab a soda. Okay. Right over there. So well, I'm going to go ahead away. and play the clip. Play the clip. Society, a carnivorous cycle, runs the world. It never sleeps and only eats. The nameless, faceless monster will only stay away so long as you feed it what it craves the most. Time, money, and absolute perfection. The monster does not provide insurance for the sick, choosing instead to feed off our misery, manifesting dependencies. Hard work never pays off so long as the formless, weightless creature runs the world. Stability will maintain itself in the most sickening, callous ways. The monster is a world of its own. It spits money into people's hands. It has no mind of its own, no consciousness, only function. A man-made abomination, worse than anything Mary Shelley could have ever concocted. A Frankenstein's monster of government regulations, corporate rules, and heartless people who own property. A world built of greed and excess, but never for anyone that deserves it. This creature is the rigged system. 
the multi-headed, never-dying hydra of control, and it exists at all times around the world, hunting people, consuming their dreams and feeding them only what they can afford. There is no way to defeat it. Self-reliance is an illegality, for all this world is built of paper. We have no choice but to play along, or learn to fight it from the inside. The latter choice was my own, and it led me down a road of tears and manic delusions. That is the world I live in. Now, the world behind the stone illusions, the world of the cave, and I've not found the exit for the system continues to heat my progress. Stability is not permanent. Anybody could tell you that. Every now and then our security goes down. Bank accounts get hacked. Information gets sold. Debt collectors circle your phone number. One day the boss can't pay you anymore. One day the final check doesn't go through. It bounces. The rent goes up and there is nothing left. But to wait for the inevitable final notice. A pandemic exists behind civilized society. A carnivorous cycle runs the world. It never sleeps and only eats the nameless, faceless monster. So that oh, man. Is, yeah, that's the clip. So this, uh, that is Valley of Sickness and Death. And it is called, there's a subtitle, uh, Recovered Footage. Is that correct? Yeah, it's Recovered Footage. Yeah, that's the name of the movie. So yeah, let's Valley talk, a little, bit, let's talk a little bit about that. So as you can tell from the footage, anybody that's, if you're, if you're listening to this, it's, it's, you know, like I said, shot on two, cam two cell phone cameras. So this is, I, you may not like that I use the reference, but just for anybody that's unfamiliar, it's kind of a Blair Witch style where it's, Home video. No, I don't mind. I, okay, I love good. Blair Witch. Yeah, it's great. It's kind of a, a home video style, found footage uh, type filming. And talk about why that's the medium that you chose uh, and talk about how it was effective in this project. I think it's more intimate that way. And it's because we filmed it on our phones like that. That means I know it's, a, I don't want to say, oh, anybody can do it. But I mean, this is more likely how people would do it. And I think it create it's realism. It shows the real picture. We, we aren't using special effects to show garbage or anything. Yeah, yeah. And I encourage anybody listening to this or watching to go and in the show notes, wherever you found this video, there's going to be a link to the trailer. I'm not going to play it for only one reason, because it's just video. It's a lot of, uh, you know, just video. So I think for the audio listeners, it wouldn't really translate. So I, I really encourage anybody listening to go watch the actual official trailer because it, it's great. And it shows Seth a lot more, your lead actor. And uh, it's obvious that they did a great job on this project. So um, you know, this is really cool. And the reason that I wanted to have you on is because my show is about stories of the underrepresented. And I know that this is as underrepresented as you get. This is an independent film by a bunch of friends, a, a, a person with a dream and a vision. And I think it's extremely awesome that you, you know, put forth the effort and that you're doing this and it makes it something that people can look forward to on ho Halloween other than Hocus Pocus too. Right. So uh, oh, oh yeah! You know this is really neat, and you know not only is it great horror. Horror is not a genre that I'm a huge 
uh, aficionado of, but I do appreciate art and I do appreciate stuff that people have a passion for. So this is obvious that you're excited about this project and that you're excited to share it with the world. So again, you know, Alluvium tomorrow night, which is the 28th, Friday, the 28th, Alluvium at 9 p.m. That's again, it's 810, uh, West third, thir- West 3rd. 8-10, West 3rd. So that's great. Uh, yeah. What, I mean, you know, you've got, obviously you've been working on a lot of different stuff for a long time. You know, there's a lot of stuff on your YouTube channel. People can check out, uh, but you've got a lot of hidden gems. You told me about off air. Uh, what's next for you? What's next? Um, well, after this, I'm going to do the outro. Now what's next for me? You know what I'm wrestling with is I'm thinking I want to release the beast. The first underground legend of my writing that right. people still ask me about. And that's Sidewalk Charlie. Oh, wow. And Sidewalk Charlie is expansive. It is lore on lore. This book is, well, counting the illustrations, because there are bonus pictures at the end. You can't see them. You know, but... Pictures of the characters. I had multiple illustrators, probably 10 editors. Wow. So I think it's time. Is that a novel or is it a screenplay? It is a book series. Oh, wow. Wow. People want it to be a screenplay, but it's like, I got to kind of have money to do that. Sure. Sure. Especially if it's something. Yeah, because you want to do it right. I do like that you you took on this project, though. And I I think that anybody listening, I think you can get a lot out of watching it. Yeah. you know, that's oh, really yeah. cool. Well, I mean, my work really is finding it. It really is an Easter egg hunt. Sure. I mean, you can just look up James Otter Poet, which is fun, but there's other stuff hidden. Like if you hunt around for my band Monkey Pharmacist, you can find the music videos online, but you can also find some old songs on MySpace. Oh, man. The may or may not be there. And I don't want to encourage people to look for those because some of those songs – I just don't approve of anymore. No, I know how that goes. Hey, I I did the same thing. I've written a lot of music from back in the day that there's language used that does not get used anymore, you know? So, uh, things change Mm -hmm. and and people evolve and you, you're, you're still a young man, but like the, at a, at the time when you were making that work, uh, I'm sure that you were much younger too. So, but, Oh yeah. I, I was just like ready to make the most horrible stuff I possibly could. And Monkey Pharmacist is on the soundtrack. Like, if you see the movie, all the music, that's by me as well. That's Some exciting. of it I even concocted, like, in the last, like, yeah, the last weekend. Wow. wow. I was just editing, and I was editing music at the same time. Wow. Well, and doing all this painting, like, this has been a lifelong goal of mine to do all this. Yeah. You know, and Charlie, everything's building up to Charlie. That's how I see it. Nice. You know, I mean, I can't say where it started, but I can say the last big accomplishment for me was this book, 12 of 93. Sorry, oh, the, the reflection. No, there we good. go. Is that bad? Sure. Nope. 12 of 93, you know, my first book ever, but not the first book I've written, just the first one I've been able to publish. That's cool. Is that available on Amazon? Yes, it is. And that's under. So if you search on Amazon for James Otter, you can probably find that. Yeah. Search for 12 and 93 James Otter. It's about 12 people who go missing. 
that's one I'd like to see as a miniseries. Like, if someone ever wanted to just, like, you know, if I was going to sell one of these things, I'd probably sell that one a bit. Because right. it's 12 episodes, or six if you have two stories apiece, you know? Right. And it's less gory horror. It's more heartfelt stuff about who the people were as opposed to being like, and then this guy happened, you know, it's like more of a slow buildup. There's some freaky, freaky stuff. Right. The town's cursed. It's beautiful. Well, right on. So one more time. So the Valley of sickness and death, uh, recovered footage is going to have its, uh, public debut tomorrow night at alluvium 9 PM. That's eight ten West third. And then on Halloween, it will drop on YouTube. You can search on YouTube for James or for Poet Overlord. And I will have links in my show notes and I will also share it when it drops. Uh, so, yeah, this is really exciting. This is a completely independent project with a small crew, uh, you know, and obviously the fact that you're releasing it, you're doing it because you love it. It's not about the money. I'm sure that the show at Alluvium is free. Is that, is that correct? No, uh, well, the show at Alluvium is free but for the movie portion of it it's going to be a five to ten dollar donation right ideally because i don't really want to come out of it broke sure and i also don't want alluvium to come out of it broke right i want to make sure they get their due after allowing like you know helping me do my poetry night and then let me have my art up there all month right for november like I want to make sure they get something good back. Yeah, for sure. And, all, you know, that's cool because if it's a donation thing, people can give more. And then there's people that if they just cannot afford it at all, they're still welcome. You know what I'm saying? And, and, oh, yeah. that, and I, I like that I, that concept because that's what that whole place is about. You know, it's it's about community. And so that's really exciting. Well, James Otter, it's, oh, yeah. really, it's really a treat to get to know you and get to meet you, uh, even if it's uh, through a screen. Uh, congratulations oh. on finishing this movie. And 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 I encourage anybody to check it out. Uh, so we're gonna get out of here. Okay, yeah, and I'd be happy to like have coffee or something sometime. Absolutely, you know? and you know, and and I'd like to make music Thank videos you. and things like that. So we'll talk in the future about that. Yeah, we will. We'll see what happens. I mean, cool stuff. The future's bright. Look, so, if I can make a right, if I can make a movie with only no money, don't worry about money ever. Well, yeah, okay, I spent the rent, so I have, I, I'm pretty low on my funds, too. All right, so we're going to end this with a song, and I chose this. This is good friends of mine from back in the day. This is the hip-hop crew, Legends in the Eugene area. This is Three by Mike's featuring AWOL 1. This is One Dark Night. Look at all the zombies at the liquor store Bringing the balance, a 
that's what life's for. Yeah. This is the millennium's addiction to the devil. Three blind mics are running with rival rebels. A wolf man mummified mischievous monsters. Moving to the groove, rocking calm for soft stars. This is the millennium's addiction to the devil. Three blind mics are running with rival rebels. A wolf man mummified mischievous monsters. Moving to the groove, rocking calm for soft stars. It was an average day, just like today or any other. Woke up, went to work, wrote a verse, prepared for supper. The season is summer, but dark clouds are rolling in. Twelve horses, bones. With the carriage move behind it, it's a sign that time is ending. A hallucination, mimicking my vision, open it. It's ceremonies pull me in. We're the only soul survivors in the cell of souls to sit serenaded cause compassion. We've been weird since we were kids. Come over, stay the night, you get amongst a family face. Not to mention that a red dress consists of three sixes. Think I've been sick with every sentence. My family's freaking twisted. I have a hairless body, and women don't dig my twitches. And away from the schools and crosses, a place I may take a visit. A party where every dysfunctional. No kick is forgiven, dead or chillin' with the living. This is very far from fiction. Hip hop since the days of circular televisions. This is the millennium's addiction to the devil. Three blind mics are running with rival rebels. A wolf man mummified mischievous monsters. Moving to the groove, rocking calm for soft stars. This is the millennium's addiction to the devil. Three blind mics are running with rival rebels. A wolf man mummified mischievous monsters. Moving to the groove, rocking calm for soft stars. It's the absolute nightlife, metal in the middle of a social scene Local Eugene cats calling, future drunken beauty queens Out of the shadows, here they come, moving towards the strobe lights Tactical animals stay nocturnal, keeping their eyes open wide Darkness sleeps in this evening, Atlas blocked the light show Artificial illumination, circuit breakers might blow that Pivotal to our electrical status, static agitates our mental case madness The medical examiner's grandeur practice, sonar honing on this carnival's access carnivore's appetite, you know our thirst, please wait to be seated, can't wait to be served She's a bombshell knockout, a well-deserved, and I shall persuade her with my technical terms Edible sexual germ on a rampage and one incredible splurge Meat skin, dining dash, sounds like one unkindly act Karma don't take kind of that, she'll get you back like spinal tap Board stiff shadow dwellers, driven by a foul fetish She's a man eater and soon we'll all be out Pellets, victims of a menace on our prowl, so what now fellas? This is the millennium's addiction to the devil Three blind mics are running with rival rebels A wolf man mummified mischievous monsters Moving to the groove, rocking calm for soft stars This is the millennium's addiction to the devil Three blind mics are running with rival rebels A wolf man mummified mischievous monsters Moving to the groove, rocking calm for soft stars One dark night Pissing out some Heineken, chewing on dead body parts, my daily take of vitamins. Viking in at Pendleton, freaking with a skeleton. Frankenstein moss bitten, dripping off some mescaline. Werewolf morphin, chewing on a silver bullet. Straight rocking out with my dreadlock mullet. Moonlight spectacular, neck looking nice. Watch out for Dracula's signature bite. Mummy moon walking, smooth talking. Keeping up his game while the beatboxing off. To the monster mobile, a monster jello shot consists of whiskey and seals. Humping Maryland monsters, she loves it in the dumpster. Just one of those things like we were meant for one another. So throw up your mutilated arms tonight. Reppin' with a wall woman, this is the three blind mics. This is the millennium's addiction to the devil. Three blind mics are running with rival rebels. A wolf man mummified mischievous monsters. Moving to the groove, rocking calm for soft stars. This is the millennium's addiction to the devil. 
street blind mics are running with rival rebels We're wolfman, mummified, mischievous monsters Moving to the grooves, rocking converse all stars 880, elevated graves of glass Radiating in the middle of a monster mash Movable mind shift shape, but they don't retract 77 dead bodies that could never collapse Black ass that cross paths, dominate till they die Executing the evil evolution of nine lies White lies elevated the energy of the sky Complicated conversations consist of white lies So just wait for whatever is overly unbelievable Time's just a fraction of a person's secret evil soul Mixed messages motivated a miracle Modulated time and levitated the spiritual Horrigan originals, innocent criminals Three blind mics of visuals, individuals Organized minds to maximize the minimal Particles of every single medicine a mineral Four minds ready to criticize the critical Multiple mindsets are perfectly pivotal Simulated the science of sacrifice for sacred souls Invisible violence violated the age-old Superficial silence has blinded the open eyelids Liquefied the spineless and riled the rival pirates Nighttime autopilot predators are pathetic and pride that one dark night I die the diabolical Superhuman heavyweight over anxious ostrich school At first glance when I seen him in the cemetery Gleaming with a glare I noticed that it was staring at me Feeling kinda scared Lost and concerned He asked me if I wanna go and check out a concert With Wolfman, Mama Five, mischievous monsters Moving to the groove, rocking Converse soft stars This is the millennium's addiction to the devil Free blind mics are running with rival rebels With Wolfman, Mama Five, mischievous monsters Moving to the groove Rockin' calm for soft stars This is the millennium's addiction to the devil Three blind mics are running with rival rebels We're Wolfman, mummified, mischievous monsters Moving to the groove, rockin' calm for soft stars